Welcome back, everybody, to the Prepared Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Austin. It is Martin Luther King Day. Coming at you guys with another another episode here. I got the day off of work. Uh, it's actually like 8 a.m. So this is uh, this is actually a little bit of a first for me. I'm recording this early in the day. Usually, it's it's much much later. Um, got my black rifle coffee going. Hanging out with the dogs. It's uh, it's good. It's a nice chill morning. I thought it would be a good opportunity. Well, I had some stuff in my mind to. Uh, we're gonna do a little state of the podcast talk. Uh, it's the beginning of the year. You know, I'm not. I'm not huge on New Year's resolutions. Uh, actually, I actually think last week Friday. So the doctor's office sitting in the uh, in the waiting room, and they're talking about how that was. Uh, it was Quitters Day or something. Basically, it's like it's a two week point from New Year's Eve when everybody sets you know, their resolutions and stuff. So that's when everybody decides, Hey, this is too hard or they can't, uh, you know, you can't work whatever your resolution is into your, your process or your daily, um, activities, whatever. And that's when everybody quits. Everyone gets it about two weeks on average. Um, but, but anyways, I digress. So, uh, it's, it's the 17th. Um, we're getting started right halfway through the first month of the year. Uh, kicked off the bang, a couple of really cool episodes uh, already this year. You know, I interviewed uh, Conan Kilgore a couple of weeks back. Uh, last week, Lexi and I did a recap of the class uh, out of Ann Arbor Arms. Um, so like I said, I, I, I think this would be a good point for me to give a state of the podcast discussion, kind of bring you all in the loop on um, just, just, you know, my thoughts on, on what I want to do this year, where we're at with a couple things, uh, and just kind of talk about it for a bit. But before I get into that, as always, I want to say thank you to my partners, my sponsors here at the Prepared Mindset Podcast. Uh, without their support, what we do would be a lot more difficult. Uh, first up, Slim Fit Holsters. Guys, if you're looking for if you're looking for a good holster, you're looking for an upgrade, maybe just a new holster. Um, you know, slimfitholsters.com. I, I I I've said it so many times. I don't know what else there is really to say, but they're outstanding products. Okay, uh, the fit and the finish, which I think are two terms that get overused a lot when people talk about reviewing products and things like that. But uh, it truly is top notch. Uh, the finish, the grinds, uh, the molding, uh, just the way uh, everything's put together, it's outstanding. You know, I had no issues with my, my Gladius when I got it. Um, I, was, I was super, super impressed, and I carried with it every day since. Um, so we're super happy that we, we get to work with James and his crew uh, and, and carrying awesome holsters like that. And they even gave us a discount code. So if you guys are looking to get into one of them, use our code PREPARED10. It's going to knock off 10%, and it's going to save you guys by getting you some free shipping, which is killer. So I all know how much we hate going online, shopping for stuff, and then you got to account for another 10, 12, whatever bucks on shipping. Uh, so prepared 10, 10% off, free shipping. Go pick yourself up a Gladius uh, appendix rig if that's your if that's your jam. Maybe one of their Guard Ultras if you don't like having your magazine up front. And, hey, if you're a little old school, maybe you just like that strong side carry. Maybe you're a bigger bloke, kind of like myself, and you like to carry strong side. Their guard, awesome, awesome option. They also have their Victorious. If you're looking for something outside the waistband, maybe you can't do the in the waistband gig. 
uh, I get it, you know, different strokes and all that. Um, they got a flavor for whatever you're looking for. Again, that's slimfitholsters.com, and they gave us code PREPARED10 to help you guys save 10% off and get you some free shipping. Go check it out. And also mymedic.com. Guys, mymedic is doing a ton of great things in the community to help increase not only preparedness, but education. Every purchase through mymedic comes with access to a video library with explanations and demonstrations on how to use the kit that they're selling to you. Things like tourniquets, bandages, uh, clotting agent, things like that. Head over to mymedic.com. You can use our code MINDSET20 to save 20% off of your order. You can also head over to our Facebook page and our offer section. You can use our affiliate link in conjunction with that 20% discount code MINDSET20. And a little piece of whatever you spend there is going to come back. It's going to help support us here at The Prepared Mindset. Whatever you're looking for, you guys, all right, maybe you need a medical kit that floats for your boat or for ice fishing. I know here in Michigan, uh, I've heard reports that the ice is finally getting past, you know, four inches, closer to six inches when it's safe to take snowmobiles and, and, and walk out on the ice. We got tons of lakes here, so that's a big pastime. Make sure you got a medic kit for stuff, you know, stuff like that. Uh, maybe you need something to keep in your car or in your backpack on your person. MyMedic has solutions for all of it. Their MyFAC is a great option. They just redesigned their recon, uh, and, and they always have sales going on. So go check out MyMedic.com. Make sure you got what you need so that you and your family are well prepared when tragedy strikes. So getting into it, 2022. Talk about, like I said, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions. Um... I prefer goals. I prefer New Year's goals. Looking ahead, um, you know, there's things that you want to achieve for the year. And that doesn't need to be, you know, I think when you talk about New Year's resolutions, it's like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, I'm going to eat healthier. And it's like a day-to-day-to-day-to-day commitment. And that's good, you know. Um, However, it's, if we're looking at things, it's pretty unattainable for most people. Um, Life happens, man. You know, you got a bad day at work. You get sick. Um, you know, so I, so I think it's just a little bit unreasonable when people talk about those things. Um, so it'd be a little bit unreasonable for me to sit here and say, oh, my my goal is uh, I'm going to dry fire, right? I'm going to dry fire for an hour every single day of all of 2022. And I just know it's not going to happen because I'm going to take some trips. I'm sure, you know, I'm not going to be dry firing while I'm on a vacation with my wife as much as I would love to. I'm sure she probably wouldn't appreciate, you know, appreciate that. Um, I'm going to have days where I don't feel well. I'm going to have weeks where I don't feel well. I mean, God, it's 2022, right? We spent the, the last two years basically living through the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and if if you guys have, have, have had COVID, you know, I, I did in November of 2020. Um, if you've had COVID, you know, it's, it, it's an ass kicker, you know, um, for me, it was three or four days of just feeling like complete dog shit. And then, um, you know, you got a couple of weeks afterwards where you're still kind of recovering that, that like lethargic, like flu body ache feeling just won't go away, you know? So it's, it's a little bit unrealistic, but, um, it is good to have goals to have, I don't want to say like wishes and wants because, that's sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy if it's not going to happen. Oh, I wish that would happen. You know, in my mind, you're already setting yourself up for that. That's not going to happen. You're, you're setting your own personal expectation that that's outside, you know, what you're able to do. 
So having goals, things that you're aiming for. Um, when I launched this podcast uh, a year and a half ago, it was under the premise that this was this was a space for me to talk about what I want to talk about. You know, I want to I want to learn about these things. I want to share what I've learned um, with all of you. That's how we do what we do on our Instagram page. Uh, so we, we talk about these things here on the podcast as well. Uh, that's why we share the things that we do on our Facebook page, right? This is a learning experience for myself primarily and also Lexi and, you know, the others that have been the kind of brought into the circle here at the prepared mindset, right? Um, I don't consider really what we do to be a teaching organization. I mean, if you're learning from us, I'm super glad. And I, and I, that is my hope, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't hold myself in any high regard or high esteem in terms of my, my knowledge, my abilities, anything like that. Um, and I think I've been pretty, you know, um, pretty upfront about that since day one, you know, uh, I try to be very upfront about that too. You know, I'm a civilian. I never served in the military, no, no law enforcement experience. And I think that, that that's important to point out, you know, um, but then I get these, I get commentary, right? Um, I know that's kind of how it comes with social, social media and the internet. It's kind of just a place for people to talk shit and, uh, and kind of just be assholes, uh, to each other and, and give, uh, you know, a biased critique of what they're, they're seeing or reading, um, or, you know, we're just going to all tell each other why, what, what you're doing is wrong. And, um, I mean, whatever. Uh, so, I, I digress, but my, um, I mean, I guess one of my most immediate goals, um, for 2022 is to ignore that bullshit and not get sucked into the drama. Um, I think that, you know, this is a community and a place where people need to come together and share knowledge and, and help each other succeed. Um, and you know, I, I've actually from going, coming out of 2021 into 2022, even just with the class that I took, uh, you know, in Ann Arbor Arms, I already made a couple new connections. I uh, had a couple of conversations with people that were incredibly positive, um, which is inspiring, right? And it kind of like renews that faith. Um, that's that's a goal for me is I want to continue my networking this year. Um, I want to continue to bring in to the fold here uh, people that are going to enrich my learning experience, uh, my, for lack of a better word, my journey, right? My endeavor here. Uh, to make this podcast successful and to share what I'm learning uh, with all of you, right? And, and and learning, right? So that implies both my failures and my successes. You know, um, I think that's what a lot of people don't want to show is they don't want to show the failures. They don't want to get roasted. Um, so, you know, quote unquote, get roasted for uh, uh, bad dry fire reps or doing something, you know, bad on the range or whatever. You know, I think that there's, there's a lot more that we can do together to, to help everyone grow and have a more positive interaction in this community. So that's a goal. I want to be a positive influence, um, myself, both with what I'm saying and doing, um, and all my interactions, right? So I'm going to strive to be a more positive influence, um, for anybody to interact with. And I don't, I don't say that because I think that what we do here um, is, is something that a lot of, obviously a ton of people take notice to or, or anything like that. I know 
I mean, probably just the contrary, but that, you know, it's been my experience that even the smallest of positive interactions can brighten somebody's day and can change someone's whole perspective on things. Um, and I think that more people should make that a goal or a commitment for themselves. Uh, whether it's within the context of what we're talking about here with the 2A community or, or just life in general, you know, uh, be that positive interaction in somebody's day. And, you know, you don't know what that's going to do for them. You don't know what somebody else's day is, is, is like. Um, and, you know, that could, be, that could be a pivot point for them. Things kind of turn around for the day and then things just get better. So that's huge. Um, and like I said, something I'm really going to strive for. Um, I think I've been fortunate to interview and, and have even still now some scheduled interviews going into this uh, next couple months here with uh, some extremely cool folks. Um, I'm going to have some really good discussions that are going to be very, very positive. So that, that, that's a huge goal that I have for 2022 and something that we're going to, we, and I, I do say we as a, as a team here, those that are involved, um, that's a commitment. You know, it's something that um, going forward, that is, I don't want to say policy because we don't, I don't, I mean, it's just a podcast. I don't really have like, you know, HR handbook. I probably would have been I would have fired myself two, three times over by now if that were the case, but um, that's going forward going to be a thing. Um, there's also several projects. I actually sat down on Friday morning at a very slow Friday uh, for work, so um, I took some time, probably about an hour out of my Friday, and I put together a list of uh, people that I want to bring on and, and talk with. Um, people in, in different spaces with different skill sets and levels of expertise. I really think that that 2022, one of my focuses here, um, specifically um, in the recordings and what we do for the podcast piece of our, our mission or our <clears throat> project here, um, I really want to diversify. You know, that's why I thought it was such an awesome discussion when I had Conan on a couple weeks ago, because uh, he he actually gets out and and gets off the grid, and he's uh, you know the bushcraft and fieldcraft and the recce stuff. Um, he's out there experiencing it and and testing gear and going through the I don't say going through the motions because a lot of people uh, imply a negative connotation to that, but he is going through the exercises and and putting those skills to the the test and building foundationally those skills in ways that I think a lot of guys aren't. I thought it was really interesting. So um, we're going to be trying to diversify this year. We're still going to be talking to, you know, um, a lot of people that have uh, shooting backgrounds, tactical backgrounds and experiences and things like that, because I think that that's just cool discussion and I really enjoy it obviously. Uh, but definitely trying to diversify, get into guys that know more, um, which isn't hard to know more than me uh, about things like communications, things like combatives, you know, boxing, MMA, um, self-defense. That's something that I don't know a ton about, uh, which has been pointed out, um, rather, uh, I would say ungraciously or ungracefully. Those probably aren't words. But they've been pointed out to me a couple of times. Um, not that I, again, never claim to be any kind of expert in self-defense, but, you know, things like, you know, hey, man, you, you, you know, if you don't have a gun, you're screwed. It's like, well, you, I mean, to, to an extent, you're probably right. Um, let's hope that doesn't happen. And then in the meantime, try to prepare for if it does. 
So uh, that's on the list as well for this year is my own personal combatives training. You know, I, I do what I can with what I have in terms of my, my home training abilities, things like a heavy bag and stuff and, um, and, and gloves and whatnot. But I, I'm definitely going to try and put more focus into that this year. Um, and again, bring on people to talk about that that can speak from an educated standpoint on things like boxing, MMA, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I've already made at least one connection this year that I think may be able to uh, come on and, and talk about those kinds of things. I think that that could be tremendously uh, educational and interesting for those of you that are more interested in in that realm of your own personal defense and personal preparedness um, rather than than firearms. You know, because um, obviously your fists, your feet, your body is a lot more permissive than a firearm in a lot of different environments for obviously several different reasons. Um, so that's, that, again, that's another huge goal is to diversify what we're doing from a content standpoint and from a learning standpoint for me personally. Another goal, when we're talking about diversifying and, and um, just increasing overall knowledge and abilities is... Um, is Lexi's training, uh, and and she's been a lot more proactive in the last probably six months of things. Um, she performed very well at the class. I even had people from the class that I was in contact with uh, just this past weekend. You know, uh, sending message, hey, she looked great. You know, really great draw stroke. Uh, she is. I mean, I love her. She's my wife, but she's just one of those individuals that um, picks up on things rather quickly and is good at whatever she kind of sets her mind to. So. Um, as it's a goal for her, right? She wants to develop more of her concealed carry and self-defense uh, training, and uh, very, very interested in uh, in working and learning around women's self-defense specifically. The I don't want to say shortcomings or handicaps; those are terrible terms to use in that in in this context. I, I believe. But really what it comes down to is women are not, in most cases, as strong as men, and they're usually smaller in stature. So there's different considerations. Those are things that she's really interested in and really interested in talking about. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that. We're going to try and get some uh, individuals on to talk with her specifically around those kinds of um, restrictions and, and issues and things like that. Um, also this year, we really, really want to up uh, the amount of classes that we're taking. Um, I know I talked about it in our last episode, right? We went and took the concealed carry tactics course in Arbor Arms. A goal that I have set for myself for the rest of this year is I want to take at least one more class, possibly two more, for this calendar year. Um, now, there's some considerations that have to go into this for everybody, right? Um, that, that includes myself. Like I don't, I don't, I don't make a ton of money, and I don't really make any money off of this podcast, or, or very little, right? So, um, and and you got to consider also the price of ammo, because uh, that's while it's coming down a little bit, it's still kind of kind of high, right? Um, I want to take one or two more classes, and I think one that I definitely want to take is the new gunfighter course that they're going to be doing at at Ann Arbor Arms. Um, which is going to allow me to get some actual live fire training with both uh, the carbine and handgun. Um, but then the other one I was talking uh, 
talking with Adam from the, the tactics course I took. Uh, I was talking with him, um, and I might try and make it into one of the Achilles heel tactics courses that are coming up again at Ann Arbor Arms. Um, they're going to bring in Achilles heel as a uh, guest instructor there to use the facilities. I think last year in the fall they did a, a low-light course or night vision course, um, which I did not attend, but the video footage and everything I heard about it was that it was excellent instruction um, and and just a total game changer for, for all those that were able to attend and the, all those that were involved. So may have to take a really, really hard look at that one, um, but I definitely want to commit to more live fire training. Um, additionally, if I'm able to get outside and shoot more, um, I have a friend who is uh, finishing her home. Um, well, not too far from me, about an hour, maybe a little bit less than an hour from me, um, out on some property where shooting may be permissive, um, and things like that. So, um, that, that's beneficial in a couple ways, right? Because one, then you get to train with friends, training with friends leads to building your network, which leads to, Hey, if, if things were to go sideways, right, do you have people that you can reach out to and rely on? Um, for very specific skills and and shooting is a specific skill right it's also a degradable skill Um, it deteriorates over time so um, if you're not actively either dry practicing or live practicing at the range or you know working on those things um, if if you're only touching your firearms once every six months just because you happen to remember that they're there you're doing yourself a huge disservice for one you're making yourself a liability for two in the event that you ever have to use them. And for three, you're not making yourself a asset to anybody in the event that something should happen. I mean, we've talked about it before on this podcast, right? Um, about having your network and having the, that, that short list, that small circle that you would reach out to in the event that something went sideways, right? Well, I can tell you there's people I would definitely call. And then there's people that I would probably specifically not call. Um, just because I know their training habits and I know th- what I trust people with, um, and the, a reasonable level of expectations. And again, I want to reiterate that that's not saying that I, I hold myself in some high regard, but I know that I'm at least competent with my skill set and my skill level. So I know where I can set a relative bar in terms of competency, safety, accountability right? Because those are all important considerations. But um, again, want to try and help grow that circle, grow that network. Shooting outside more with friends is a great, great way to do that. Because uh, it doesn't have the, you know, obviously the annoying restrictions of an indoor range, um, as well uh, as well as being able to grow the network. Um, that's really important. Um not only developing relationships, but strengthening the existing ones that you have. So when I've had several people over the last year, uh, talk to me about, yep, I want to buy a firearm. Hey, I want to go shooting. And then I want to buy a firearm. I have questions. I don't know, you know, what I'm looking for or why that's something I'm actually going to try and build some content around this year is, you know, maybe bring somebody on to talk about it. Somebody, a friend, who's outside what I would consider the outside the 2A community, right? Talk to them about their thoughts and feelings, um, why they want to buy a gun, what they're thinking of. Go with them. Go through the gun buying process, right? Um, and then revisit it, come back in either, you know, maybe a second half of that episode 
or um, a follow-up episode, like a part two or something that says, you know, here were your expectations going into this. This is what you were looking for to purchase. This is what your, your thoughts were. This is what your thoughts about the buying process were like. Now you've gone and bought your firearm. What do you think? Um, was it what you expected? How was it different? Um, were you surprised? You know what I mean? Things like that. I think that that's, that's interesting for folks that have never purchased a firearm or are uh, critical of the firearms buying process. So that's, that's an idea as well. Um, one other thing, kind of getting away from some of the, some of those ideas, um, is I took steps already this year to upgrade my gear and to make some changes and to be for a, a little more professional, I guess. It's not really a great way of saying it. Um, if you look at, there's a lot of guys on Instagram and YouTube with a lot of different experiences that talk about the merits and benefits of, certain camouflages and outfits and things like that. Now it's really easy to look at things like, uh, guys that run around in all black, like a ninja, um, or, uh, you know, kind of flip side of that coin guys that run out, run around in M81, um, you know, your standard camo, uh, pattern, uh, everything. Right. Um, and I feel like what we really settle into a lot here with what we talk about at the prepared mindset is that, well-prepared citizen slash gray man. So literally I would like to think right in the middle. So, um, when I first bought some of my kit a couple of years ago, I made decisions that I probably shouldn't have. Um, like a, you know, I got a, a feral concepts slickster plate carrier, great plate carrier, well-made, uh, feral concepts is an awesome company. If you guys are looking, if you're looking for, uh, plate carriers or slings or anything, I definitely recommend checking them out. Good company, great shipping, all that stuff. Uh, that said, um, I ordered the plate carrier in multicam black, which is, a, I mean, it's a, I, I like multicam black. It looks cool. Um, but if you're looking at things through the lens, through the scope, so to speak, of um, how professional do you appear? If you were ever in a situation where you would want to be seen as a responsible, friendly, well-armed citizen rather than some idiot who's running around, uh, in shit they bought off the internet. Um, you know, you, you kind of, you want to, it's, how can I put this? It's sort of like when they, when you talk about job interviews or career advancement, you know, dress for the job you want. It's that same kind of idea because people who don't know, or have a limited people don't know what they're looking at or don't know that you know the some of the stuff's accessible to normal citizens they have a very finite and limited amount of data and knowledge to draw off of when they're looking at you and they're making these observations right so things like in movies you know who's in the all black all the time usually the bad guys are the bank robbers who's wearing the black body armor like it's it's usually the bad guys so um i've already upgraded um, it's not only an upgrade. I just, I bought a new plate carrier. It's still a Ferro concept slickster. I just got it in Ranger green. Um, I ordered one of the, uh, I think it's the mission specific placard or MSP off of, uh, from, from RDR gear, Jeff over at RDR gear may, uh, does good work. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of positive things about that. So I placed an order for one of those, um, for the front of the plate carrier also in Ranger green. Um, I've since gotten the plate carrier still waiting on the placard. Um, 
And this will then allow me to, um, I can try and sell this plate carrier for some extra money or leave it laying around for a backup piece of equipment or something. Um, and then I'm just gonna take the multi-cam black placard off of that plate carrier. Um, I already purchased some uh, fat straps off of Spirit of Systems, so I'll be able to take that and convert that into a second chest rig. And that's, you know, repurposing equipment um, and reallocating resources, like I've been talking about the last several episodes, right? Basically since October, where I've been selling off um, disc golf equipment to free up funds to pay for things like a suppressor, um, pay for things like a, a, a slide cut for my Glock, pay for things like a new plate carrier, right? Um, all these, what pe- a lot of people would consider to be larger pur- purchases, I've not had to use much cash at all for any of this. Um, it's been, you know, holiday gift cards for my 407k, my optic for my Glock 43X. Um, I think I paid like 20 bucks cash after that was all said and done because of gift card balances and everything. And then everything else has been funds from selling off my disc golf equipment. And in the meantime, I'm able to use my, my, you know, build my savings, continue to build my savings account, right? Um, spend that money on things like, you know, I got my mom's birthday coming up or Christmas gifts, right? Cause we just got through the Christmas holiday. Um, so making reevaluating and making better choices with gear is a big goal for me going into this year as well. Um, I really want to make sure that what I have set up works for me. Well, and again, this was something else I talked about with Conan a couple weeks ago, getting out and testing that gear and contextually, uh, carrying it, using it and making sure that what I have works, you know, last year when I took my carbine class was the first time I'd actually loaded up my battle belts and run drills, uh, you know, moving and shooting, um, quickly found out, yep, that thing's a lot heavier in some spots than I was aware of. It was not fitted, uh, correctly. Um, I had to make adjustments, right? You guys can see the videos on the Instagram. I, I opted to keep those up rather than take them down because it, it does highlight, I think pretty well, the importance of making sure that your kit fits you properly and that you're able to function in it successfully. Um, if your belt's falling down, your plate carriers flopping all over the place because you never sized your cummerbund, um, you know, things like that, just basic stuff all the way up to the positioning of some of your magazines and your push to talk for your comms and stuff. Those are things that you really do need to sort out for yourself before you, you actually need, need that gear. Um, it could be something as little as the antenna on your radio, you know, uh, running, the Spiritus, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I've, one of the Spiritus placards is, is what I run as a chest rig, right? And I keep a radio on the front of it because, you know, I went out last year, got my, my ham radio license so I can run comms. I have that built in. Um, running a chest rig, bumping shoulders or switching to my uh, weak side shooting with an AR pistol or a carbine, right? That tall, rigid uh, radio mic is, uh, in it's where I would go to shoulder the rifle on my left side. So if I'm not bumping over and not shooting from my left side, my non-dominant side, then it's not a problem. But contextually, you don't know that's going to be the case, right? You might have to, you want to leave yourself open for that option. So, you know, get back on the Googler, find a more flexible, uh, antenna to swap out so that you have that full range of motion. You have all of your options open 
for that kit. And that's not something, I mean, if you never trained with your gear on, if you never dry practiced uh, or anything with any of that kit, you you won't know that. And that could be something that's, you know, a potential issue going into when you might have to uh, utilize all of that. So that's something else I want to really make sure, like I said, I want to take that gunfighter course. I think that would be an excellent opportunity for me to I don't want to say rerun, but run my battle belt with the changes that I've made, um, as well as possibly either a loaded up chest rig or a plate carrier and just, you know, affirm, uh, what I think is the correct setup for me, or alternatively show me where my shortcomings are with that gear and make adjustments accordingly. Um, because you don't, you know, you see some of the cool guys stuff on the internet and it's not always what you need. A lot of the times you just less is more. You know, especially if it ends up being some kind of um, extended period of time, less is definitely more. Um, Don't need to load yourself up with things like giant knives and, uh, you know, a water bladder. If you're, if you're not going a long distance or anything, if you are, then maybe you should. But again, those, those are things, those are decisions you have to make for yourself. And a lot of guys like, oh, of course you need a water bladder. Like, well, maybe it, it just depends. You know, are you carrying your water in a water bladder or are you carrying it in a water bottle um, are you using a chest rig in a backpack or are you using, you know, a plate carrier, nothing at all. You're running it slick. I mean, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different considerations. And I think that we should all be responsible for working through those, you know, including things like running a stripped down plate carrier under a jacket and concealed carrying, you know, those are things, um, that were highlighted a lot in the last two years with the riots and the protests and all the other bullshit going on. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, oh, maybe, maybe I should have bought a plate carrier. Oh, maybe I should have something better than steel fucking plates. Um, and that's like, I'm, I think I'm on a little bit of a mission personally for friends. I know that have steel plates this year to try and encourage them and help them get out of steel armor. Um, there are some affordable options out there, <laughs> whether it's, you know, the Hesco L210s, um, or some ACE link level threes or something, but I mean, anything is going to be better than, than steel armor. So I'm, I'm, I'm really going to work to try and help those guys, uh, understand the urgency behind getting away from, from wearing that crap. Um, another goal this year is, uh, before both Lexi and myself here, um, physical fitness, physical health. Um, I think it's something that's kind of undervalued in a lot of circles. Um, people must think that I don't understand that I, I need to, you know, lose some weight, get healthier, build more muscle. I mean, it's things I've been working on for the past year. Um, to be completely transparent, I've been going to the gym three days a week, basically since they reopened the gyms here in Michigan. Now that it sucked because we had finally got, if we hit like the 60 day mark or 80 day mark or something in, in 2020, going to the gym. Um, cause I've never, I was never a gym guy. It was just, I, I hated going. I didn't find it enjoyable, whatever. Um, I think it's one of those things. Once you start going and you get comfortable going, you start to miss it. Right. But you have to work yourself into that groove. Um, and once I had kind of gotten there, I started looking forward to it. And then, you know, COVID hit and they closed everything down for, you know, several, several months. And here in Michigan, it was worse than a lot of places. Um, <clears throat> I think our leadership was under the impression that uh, they knew better 
than everybody else. Um, and that's why it was, it was hilarious when I was talking to, uh, to Damien over the, uh, the concealed journey the first time, we could not believe that we had gyms were closed for like eight months or nine months or something. Um, and that restaurants were closed and opened and then reclosed. And we've had a lot of ups and downs here in Michigan. Um, but since we have had gyms reopened, um, I've been going three days a week and, uh, it sucked at first, right? Because you had to have a mask on all the time. Um, it made it more difficult. Uh, you know, I, I, I did what was asked, right? I wore the mask. Um, you disinfect the machine before and after and, and, and you get through it. And, um, then obviously the mask mandate, uh, was removed because, you know, vaccination rates are up or people are just less concerned with it. And now I go to the gym and you see a couple people with masks on, but the large majority don't. Um, people wiped down the equipment. People wiped down the equipment before COVID, right? Because things like ringworm um, suck. Um, so I feel like in a lot of cases, gyms were kind of already ahead of a lot of that, um, and it was less of an issue. Um, but, you know, do what you got to do according to, to state laws and everything. So um, I go to the gym three days a week, um, do our best to, to eat healthy and <laughs> cut out the crap. Um, you know, cut out sugar, less red meat. We, you know, a lot of chicken and fish, uh, a lot of vegetables, things like that. Um, it's, it is a physical fitness and the development of your, of your personal health and fitness is a, it's a progress. Um, I think that some people fail to realize that and that some of us were just not necessarily gifted with an overactive metabolism or, uh, gifted, with uh just a a naturally lean physique um and there's plenty of us out there There really are um i actually having a conversation with uh chris blau from uh 1911 syndicate about about this topic uh, a couple days ago um you know there's plenty of guys out there that that aren't what you would deem a quote-unquote hard body um but you don't know what that person's abilities are you know you don't know where their cardio is at you don't know just because they're not totally jacked you know busting out of their shirt uh, with a, you know, 30 inch waist and everything, or, or I don't even know what women's sizes are. So I'm not even going to throw that out there. Um, and it's a hard, it's a hard metric to gauge really, you know, um, I, when I was doing indoor band stuff in my early, early twenties, you know, 21, 22, I was very similar appearance to what I am now. And, uh, I was outrunning guys that were, you know, 90 pounds lighter than me and what most people would be considered to be in, in great shape. Um, didn't have cardio for shit. So, I mean, um, outward appearances, I'll just, I'll go as far to say is that outward appearances can't be what we judge everybody off of because you just, you don't know. Everyone's body's different. Everyone's situations and, and conditions and things like that are different. Um, but it should still be a focus, right? Get in the gym, um, get your heart pumping. It's healthy. You will feel better. Now I now I'm at the point where I I miss going to the gym. If I take a day off or something, I feel it. Um, I miss it, and I want to try and make it up the next day or something. Or or you know, because uh, if you end up taking time off, then your body also starts to adjust those changes, and then that cardio work becomes that much harder to get back to where you were. Um, in my personal opinion, cardio is some of the hardest uh, work you can do to build up your stamina. Um, what I mean, because that's probably a pretty poor, piss-poor explanation, what I mean is building up that um, that bar, right? Like, oh, I can run 
for 10 minutes straight without having to take a break and walk for a couple minutes before I start running again. Um, when I started for me running three and four minutes and then taking a break, that was, that was a benchmark. And then it was six minutes straight, you know, then it's eight minutes straight. But then if you take a, you know, a day or a day off of the gym, or you take a week off where you're just walking because whatever happened, you pulled a muscle or strained a muscle, you come back to it. And it's that much harder to get back to that six minute mark, that eight minute mark, that 10 minute mark, um, because you have to build consistency and, you know, it's just, it's difficult. And, um, I like running. I wouldn't say I love running. Um, that like burning feeling in your chest that you get is just not, it's not my favorite, you know? Um, but I acknowledge that cardio is important and there's, there's more than one way to work on cardio, but you know, running is what I do, uh, to work on most of mine. Um, but I do acknowledge, yeah, Hey, I gotta be healthier. I gotta try and lose some weight. Um, you know, I'm, pretty aware of the fact that I, I'm not the skinniest guy around. It doesn't necessarily bother me day to day. I don't like look in the mirror and go, man, I'm awful. You should, you know, go swallow a knife or something. Um, I have received some messages. Apparently some guys think that I need to know that I am a giant fat ass or something and I uh, need to be made aware of that. So, uh, I mean, message received guys, thank you for your concern and your care. Um, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep working on it, uh, just the same. Um, and I encourage everybody else to get out there and get healthy. Um, if you're ever in a, in a survival type situation, and I use that term survival very loosely, I just think it's the best term to ex- explain what I'm getting at here. Um, whether it's a bugging out situation, actual in the woods survival situation, whether it's, Hey, I got to walk across town to get to my family because my vehicle, whatever. Um, if you can't do all that in your gear, your kit, whatever, I mean, you're, 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 you're significantly compromising your level of preparedness if, when you start cutting out your physical, you know, uh, health and your physical abilities. Um, to to an extent, I do agree with some people's commentary about, oh well, you you can't you know ruck five miles, blah blah blah. You're you're still a liability, um, and I don't know how necessarily applicable that is, but I will agree. Um, it's just like somebody who owns who owns, uh, you know, owns firearms and thinks that just because they own them and they have a loose knowledge of what they own, that they are going to be an asset, um, to anyone in the event that something happens. It's just not true. Um, and I'm not saying you have to go to the range every weekend or dry fire every single day because you really don't. However, those are perishable skills. You need to understand, you know, how to shoot. You need to maintain that, that those neural connections in your brain. So yeah, checking in at the range and making sure your optics are zeroed and you understand your mechanical offsets and things like that. Those are all things that that come into play. And I think a lot of dudes just, um, end up putting it by the wayside because yeah, I'll worry about it later. Yeah, I'll worry about it later. I got something else going on or my girlfriend or whatever, you know, um, can't do that. You just, you just can't, if you expect to, um, be ready for something shitty that comes down the line. And again, uh, I don't, you know, if I, I don't necessarily believe that I'm the most prepared guy in the world. Um, in fact, I, I know, I mean, I know I'm not, um, but I, I have serious wonders, doubts, whatever about gaps, in my own preparation. But again, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this is I'm trying to work and learn and fill those gaps for me personally, and then share this information in turn with all of you that are listening. Um, so again, we're talking about goals and, and kind of a state of the podcast, uh, 
for this year, that that's that's a huge focus. It continues to be a huge focus. It's kind of been one since day one, and I am a firm believer that you never end up with all the right answers. So I I would venture to say that there will never be a uh, episode where we're talking about my goals here and the state of things, the podcast where I don't have have that stuff um, as a serious focus and a serious goal because it's just by nature what our mission is here. Um, but to kind of take that a step further, you know, I also I want to expand the team here this year too. That's a serious goal. I want to bring in some people to work with me on a regular basis here to help, I don't want to say just create content, but that's kind of what drives a lot of this, right? Um, is my learning and access to other people's information in other areas or, or the same areas, um, but specifically getting into other areas, things like combatives or shooting or training um, or just different points of view. I think that the the melting pot approach is tremendously beneficial um, in in terms of how to grow and how to be successful. Um, if you look at the most successful businesses in the world, the most successful people in the world, they don't just surround themselves with colleagues that'll just tell them about, oh, you're so great. Oh, you're so good. Oh, you're so wonderful. I mean, that's nice to hear, right? We all want to hear that positive uh, affirmation that what we're doing is correct. Um, what I'm actually more interested in, though, is hearing what I'm doing wrong or what I'm not doing enough of, or, hey, you should focus some time and energy on this stuff as well. Because um, that's that's how you grow. And that's not saying that every, you know you just have to accept every piece of critique that comes your way. Um, I think you should definitely filter the critique you receive, especially from um, online sources. People that, you know, comment on your, your posts or direct message you telling you, you know, hey, this is why you're wrong. Um, but I do think that having somebody to bounce ideas off of or to observe you and tell you what you're doing wrong and give you their input and why is, again, it's the fastest way to get better um, and the fastest way to expand your knowledge base and expand your, your scope overall. So I'm, that's a goal for me this year is I want to bring in, um, I want to expand the team and I want to bring in someone or a couple of someones, not sure yet, uh, that are going to be able to help highlight on other areas, you know, and it's difficult, right? Um, a lot of a lot of the times, it's very easy for people to go, well, just find somebody that that knows about this, you know, fill in the blank X subject, and just have them help you. Um, or it's really easy on the flip side of that for people to just say, yeah, I want to be involved, and just tell me what to do. And that's where I always kind of struggle um, in over the past year specifically, looking at trying to grow, right? Looking at trying to expand is um, with anything like this, right? You you want to make sure that you're you're bringing in people to work with you that you trust. Um, not only you trust their knowledge, but you trust their work ethic. And it's difficult, right? I remember listening to a Fieldcraft podcast a couple of weeks ago when they were talking about guys that have come and, and Fieldcraft Survival is a huge company with guys that know shitloads about all kinds of different crazy things and stuff. And even they said they, they have had struggles with bringing in people that they trust um, and bringing in people that will do well. And it's different from just seeing a resume on paper versus what somebody's going to actually be like and their attitude and their work ethic and their, their goals and intentions and things like that. So I need to, you know, when you're talking about bringing somebody in, it's not just, hey, 
you know, have this guy help you, um, or somebody says, okay, what do you need me to do? At this point where things are at, it's okay. I, I mean, if I have to go find somebody and then just say every day or every other day, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. It doesn't really help a lot, right? Because you're essentially then you're pulling them through this endeavor rather than them pulling you or pushing you to be better, if that makes sense. So having people that are proactive about wanting to be involved, wanting to be invested, um, and sharing a lot of the same uh, goals and beliefs. And that's, and that's tough, you know, um, that very well may be a goal that doesn't get accomplished this year. Um, it would have to be, it's again, it's something I really want to do and have wanted to do, but it's something that has to be done correct. You know, something that I'm, I'm willing to take the time and make sure that it's planned out well, uh, and that goal or, or operation, whatever is executed properly to make sure that the long-term success of what we're doing here is as much their focus as it is mine. Um, and you know, Hey, it could be anybody. I don't know. I've got a couple people in mind. I've got some certain skill sets I'm looking for. I have some certain personality traits that I'm looking for. Uh, if it, if it comes together and it works out, then that'll be awesome. Um, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. And I'll just, keep on doing what I've been doing. But um, expanding the team here is is a huge, huge goal. Um, and lastly, I think uh, kind of to, to piggyback off of that, because if we, I think if we're able to expand a little bit in that regard, we'll be able to expand a little bit more in, in all other regards is, um, you know, monetizing, for lack of a better term, really, um, is to put us in a better position to do more things based off of what we can generate on our own. Um, you know, like I said, it's January 17th, SHOT Show's kicking off uh, the next three days in Las Vegas. A huge goal of mine, not only this year, but probably for the next couple of years, is to put us in a situation here where what we do allows us to then be, you know, access to SHOT Show. Um, I think that that's a great networking opportunity. I think that what we do here is unique in what we're trying to offer in a a base for preparation that is outside of the ultra high end um and that was again going back to day one of what we you know we're building this around um you don't have to spend the most money you don't have to have the the best gear you don't have to spend all of your time on the the range or in classes and things like that it you know i think that what we do is is unique in that respect. Um, and yeah, that, I mean, it's a goal. Um, and yeah, it's probably gonna take a couple of years to get there. Um, but anything that that's worth having, anything that's, that you really want to work for, I mean, it's going to take some time. And like I say, you have to work for it. You're going to fail. Um, we've certainly experienced, um, oops, we've certainly experienced some failures. Um, will probably continue to experience certain failures. It's part of the learning process and part of the growth process. The difference obviously being, um, you know, how you respond and react to those failures and use them to pivot to successes. So things, uh, things like maybe trying to bring certain people in to help assist with content, uh, with information here. Um, things like, you know, trying to reach out and bring people on as guests certainly got my fair amount of uh, rejections when reaching out in uh, 2021. 
you know, sent out some invites. Uh, unfortunately, got some not so awesome responses from a couple of people, um, just because apparently we're we just we aren't big enough to to get that kind of attention to get um, really what they were were looking for uh, out of this experience. So um, again, so that's it is how it, it is what it is, and that's how it goes sometimes, right? So going to be working towards that in the future. Um, I have a tremendously positive outlook on what this this year, the next 11 and a half months, uh, have in store for us. Um, I do have some projects in mind, things with getting involved with some photographers and videographers, things like that. Um, you know, obviously more training classes and, and hopefully some trips too. You know, I wanted... I really want to get further into the concepts of, you know, of land navigation, um, scouting, really a better understanding of those, those skills that I was talking with Conan about, um, as well as, you know, obviously keep talking about the shooting aspect, but, um, food preparation, food storage, things like that. I'm, you got a couple of people that I want to talk to about that and bring them on as well and really do more to talk about that. Cause I think that that's a tremendously overlooked piece as well. When you're looking at, at this, it's really easy to say, Hey, I got my med kit and I got my rifle and I got my sidearm and I'm good to go past that, you know, things like water purification, um, long-term food storage, what kind of foods work for, for both you know, for instance, you and your pets, right? Because a lot of us have dogs. Um, things like that. Those are considerations that people, I think, really do overlook um, because they're just not as cool. It's not as sexy. So uh, they get forgotten or they just don't get addressed at all in a lot of, in a lot of circles. So um, w- there's a lot of goals. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, been in some discussions about additional sponsorship already over the past couple of weeks don't know what direction that's going to go. Um, it's cool that, that I'm having those conversations. I, I'm excited, but, uh, again, it's one of those things where, um, the decisions are made off the long-term success and what I think is going to be best, uh, to help us achieve goals as well as help us achieve our partner's goals, right? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And that's, that's okay. Again, it's not really a failure, but it's a, they're always learning experiences. So I hope this has been, uh, you know, exciting or, you know, insightful for you guys um, just to kind of understand those of you that have followed us since the beginning, what, where we've gotten, obviously, you you know, where we're at from following us on Instagram um, and listening to the podcast uh, and, and some ideas. I don't really want to like throw out everything I want to do for this year. Kind of want to leave some things to the imagination. And obviously, um, you give too much, then you start getting thing questions and stuff. You know, when's this going to happen? When's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? It's like, well, it's going to happen when it happens because a lot of times you're you're relying on outside resources to pull some things together. So, uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see how how it goes. And uh, like I said, I got some things I'm excited about. But hopefully, this gives you guys a, a more in depth look at what's coming down the line for this year and what what goals we have for this year. That's all I got for you guys, though. Uh, coming up on an hour, doing pretty okay, I think. The, the dogs are kind of waking up from their morning stupor, so uh, I think I'm I'm doing pretty okay. My uh, my tumbler of black rifle coffee is actually still warm, so I I'd, I'd say I'm I'm batting a thousand this morning. Uh, but hey, that's it. Uh, I hope you guys have a, an outstanding week, and, and thanks for taking the time to listen as always. Until next time, everybody, get out there, work hard train smarter, and as always, 
be prepared. <laughs>